Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Body Spirit You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical, and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey, and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance authentic spiritual guidance right here right now many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind bodies and spirit and that's exactly what we are here to discuss so please join us in the spiral of life and together we will learn grow and heal Now let's get started with today's show. Hello and welcome everybody to Mind, Body, Spirit, You. I am your host, Leah Fortner, and we are joining together tonight for our live monthly channel. I am joined by the wonderful and beautifully talented, amazing Laura Morante. Laura, say hello. Hi, Leah. Hello. It's so great to be here. I'd also like to welcome an extra special guest we have joining us, Dodie Mitchell, a fellow healer. Say hello. Hi, Leah. Thank you. Hi, Laura. Hi, Dodie. <laughs> Welcome. So it's it's a great evening. We have three of us tonight. Laura will be channeling, and myself and Dodie are here to go with the energy and follow where it may take us. I just want to touch on a couple things before Dodie takes over with the meditation for us tonight, and Laura will begin the channel shortly after that. I'd like to let everybody know that we do have a live public channel coming up for those of you that are locals. It's Tuesday. October 29th at 6.30 p.m. at the Pompano Beach Civic Center. Again, that's Tuesday, October 29th, 6.30 p.m. Laura is hosting a live public channel to support the Dying to Live Again Foundation, and I will be joining her, and I'm very excited about that. So please join us if you are a local. If you'd like more information about that, you can follow the links below on the home screen. Both Laura and myself, our names are linked. You can click those, and they will take you to our personal information where you can get more information about that. I'd also like you to know you can call in this evening with any questions or anything you feel compelled to share with us. And that phone number is 646-595. 2385, which you will also see listed on the screen right now where you're following us. Um, So feel welcome to call in with anything that relates to where the channel is going. We'd love to have you tune in with us. And I'd also like to let you know this evening, if you're enjoying everything and you would like to support this program and possibly the opportunity for more channels like this one, we welcome you to make a love donation. And you can follow the Make a Donation link on the screen that you can look at and see. And other than that, I think I'd like to hand it over to Dodie for a small meditation so we can ground and link together. Unless you guys have something else to add, I'm ready to jump into a meditation. Nope, sounds good. Okay, Okay, thank you, Leah. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. So I'd just like everybody just to take a moment now and just get comfortable wherever it is that you are sitting or lying or 
being in stillness and take a beautiful deep breath in through your nose, filling your belly and your lungs and just really expanding with the breath and then letting it go. And again, another deep breath in. And letting that breath totally go. And using the power of three, take another deep breath in. And let that breath totally out. And now allow the wisdom of your own body to direct the breath. Closing your eyes and going inward. Take a moment to focus on the very center of your being, in your heart center. And visualize in this center just a beautiful, soft light. Soft light that's golden, warm, expansive. And with each breath in and each breath out, see that light in your heart expanding. Expanding and expanding bigger still. And feel your heart center open. And as your heart center begins to open, feel yourself surrounded by love. Surrounded by light. And supported in the energy. So much so that you can allow yourself to just lean back into it. Lean back into the love. Lean back into the arms of the energy and allow yourself to be open to the message that comes through the pure channel that is Laura. And with that, I'll turn it over to Laura. There you go, soul sister. Thanks, Dodd. And there is no doubt that we are ready to get started, so I'm just going to jump in and see where they take us. (laughs) Everything is energy. Energy is everything. And that is where we want to take you. We want to take you deep into the energy that you are, deep into the energy that is this human experience, so that you can recognize for yourself just how perfect you are, just how connected all life is, and just how inspirational the energy can be. There is a sense now in the human condition that many of the individuals on the earth feel as though they are alone, feel as though they are moving through life with no sense of direction, with no sense of guidance or support from anyone outside of this realm. And it is time for people to begin to connect within their own selves that that spiritual aspect of who they are. It's time to find that. It's time to pull it forward and allow it to redefine who we are and how we are to one another. It's spoken of often. It's talked about now as if it is the, uh, I don't know, the most appropriate way to spend your energy now. It is as if this is becoming a part of the system where you can begin to feel comfortable in this exploration of divinity. You can begin to see how many of those in the spotlight are beginning to wake up to the idea that we are more than just individuals on the earth, but rather we're connected, and somehow what we do affects one another. That is such a statement coming from the human being who has been so accustomed to being here individually. And so as So many on the earth struggle through their experience. We wish to give you a sense of the support that you can bring into your experience. 
that you can call forward, that you can instigate in you. It's important that you hear those words, that you realize that it's already there in you and that it is about just uncovering it and just allowing it to surface and be a part of the experience. And when we say it, we mean spirit. We mean your soul. We mean the energy that you are that exists far beyond your physical body. Once again, we bring you back to this idea that you are intuitively guided spiritual beings of light covered in an illusion of physicality promoted by the dissonance and frequency of the energy of fear and anger and individuality. We continue to use that image of being covered, of the soul being covered beneath the surface. Fears, angers, self-deprecating thoughts that you allow to define who you are. If you can imagine it in that way, if you can see these as blankets you are throwing over your truth, as blankets you are placing on top of the creative energy that inspires you, well, then you can see that all you need to do is remove them. And isn't that simple? (laughs) Doesn't it just make you want to get up and throw off the covers and allow your creative energy to shine through? For once it does, you will recognize that it existed all along and that it was there beneath the surface of your insecurities was a sense of knowing, a sense of direction, a sense of purpose even. But it's difficult to recognize it through the logical interpretation of who you are that is divined and reconfirmed over and over as fear, as insecure, as uncertain of direction. So often we look outside of ourselves for direction. We look to others to give us a sense that we are doing something right or if we are doing something wrong. And yet the whole time, that awareness, it exists within us. Each one of us has that barometer that guides us through life, that gives us a sense of what it is we are moving towards or what it is we are moving into or what it is we would benefit from giving our energy over to. But how often do we listen when the logical mind and the situation we are in are supporting something quite the contrary to what it is our soul is asking of us? difficult to make that decision, to make that choice, to turn around and say, well, no, I cannot follow my joy, for this is life, and I have to live according to the confines of my fears. I can only go as far as my fear will let me. That is truly what people believe, and it is so far from their truth. For we are so much more powerful than we allow ourselves to know. And when we give in to the fear, we limit our ability to know our true potential. As you continue to come to these gatherings, you hear hmm, similar information repeated in different ways, but Primarily, the focus is the idea that if we could just overcome the fears, if we could just release ourselves from the angers, we would feel freer and entitled to that freedom. Entitled in a soulful way, 
not in that individual um, egotistical way, but an awareness that surfaces that says, ah, yes, this feels exactly like I know myself to be. And this is what I want to feel in every moment of this experience. And that is possible for each of you. If only you could resist the temptations of the fears. Ah, and how people cringe when we use those certain words, those certain words that trigger definitions in our mind imprinted from other institutions. So we will shift it. We will shift it from temptation to challenge. For that is what this journey is about. We take that divine, creative energy of our soul and we place it in an energy of fear, uncertainty, doubt and insecurity to see what it takes to find the balance. To see what kind of external experiences we can use to bring to the conscious awareness some sense of recognition of those limitations we are placing on our own ability to be our truth. They surface differently for different individuals, but the experience is the same. You come to a situation that creates intensity within you, and that intensity then looks to be attached to an emotion through some mental interpretation. See life in this way. When the intensity comes, notice your mind's inclination to immediately attach it to some certain trigger. Ah, so say the anger surfaces. And when you feel an intensity that is similar to anger, you immediately attach that label to it and you call it anger. And once you call it anger, you, the logical you, has to figure out, well, what am I angry at? Who am I angry at? I have to place the blame somewhere outside of myself immediately so that I do not have to look at this anger and see in me where it originated. I want you to hear this truth, for it is how the energy works. There is no anger being brought to your experience that did not originate energetically in you. Like attracts like. And if you are having an experience where there is another sending their energy of anger at you, directing it towards you, bombarding you with it, you can most certainly know that somewhere in you is an anger that has been undealt with, is an angry inclination that has been possibly denied by the logical you. There are so many who are pretending they are not angry. There are so many who think if I just keep shoving it down, I can pretend it doesn't exist in me. And as you you all understand, that anger does not disappear. gets layered upon layered upon layer upon layer where it intensifies until something in your external experience triggers you 
and it all comes spewing out. And it takes you to an aspect of you that seems so foreign from you. But sometimes it takes quite a while to find your way back to the you to the you, you know you to be. And so instead of blaming another or that external situation, take the time, dear ones, to investigate you. Take the time to see where it is you store your energy, how it is you try to trick yourself. For if you are looking to be healed in any way, in any aspect of your beingness, whether it be physically, emotionally, or mentally, a brilliant place to start is in you is looking for these negative emotions like anger and fear and shame and guilt and looking to see why it is you hold on to them. Look to see where it is your connection is to these lower frequencies. Most often you will find it is in your mind. It is in your logical interpretation of what is right and what is wrong and what should be. And there's a simple shift, a simple shift that you all can experience just by accepting the idea that every experience in this experience is part of a divine creation meant to give us an opportunity to have this journey of self-exploration. But there is no good, there is no bad, there is no right, there is no wrong, and there is no should. There is just experience. And each experience has value. Maybe not the kind of value our logical minds would appreciate, but most definitely the kind of value our soul embraces. These are your truths, dear ones. These are the keys to freedom. The idea that in the moment that the experience occurs and you feel the anger surfacing, rising, intensifying in that very moment of your recognition of it beginning to bubble over to the point where it's going to define your next action. You want to stop, take a breath, maybe two or three if necessary, and begin to create in your mind a mental interpretation that is guided by your desire to not let the anger direct your experience. Where you begin to create in your mind some form of mantra that says quite clearly, this is not what it appears to be. There is an underlying energy here that I am not recognizing and that I cannot recognize as long as I stay in the energy of anger. And I choose to recognize it, so in this moment I choose to release myself from the anger. Ah, yes, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? And any of you that struggle with anger know that that instant can go by so quickly. In a flash, you feel it surfacing, and the next thing you know, the words have already come out of your mouth. And the regret starts to surface. Again, just the thought of the regret is an impetus to make the effort to change, isn't it? Isn't that enough? 
and it doesn't necessarily have to be anger, dear ones, for there are some of you are plagued with this self-deprecating inclination of the mind, that part of you that is continually telling you that you are not worthy, you are not worth it, you are not as good as, you are not as capable as, you are not as deserving as. All of that implies some, some, some sense of right, wrong, good, bad, and should, which we've already dismissed, so let it go. Let yourself see each and every individual on the earth right now as equally powerful. That each individual's energy has the same limitless potential as yours. Not that that potential energy will manifest in the same way as you or yours. Just that whatever it is, they give that energy over to, they can do with the same sense of purpose and creative integrity. Laura, would you like us to jump in here? Or are you still moving with this one? No, I feel a break. That would be good, Leah. Okay, so I just wanted to <clears throat> touch on something that was very beautiful um, when it came across that they definitely expressed as being very important to remember that it was to call the spirit support forward and that we just had to instigate it within ourselves. They wanted to make that very clear that the support that comes from spirit is actually within ourselves, that it's already in us, that we can uncover it and surface it. And I just wanted to touch on that, on on how we can each remind ourselves that every day, that all the support we need is within and all around us all the time, that we just have to ask for it. Yeah. And... Um, Dodie, you agree with me there? I, I know. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think it kept also going back to dismissing the mental process of right, wrong, good, bad, and should, that the mind and its trickery will continually perceive and wander, um, going back and forth between those right, wrong, good, bad, and should, and that they will carry emotion with it and that we can shift the way that we perceive something and know that we can see it differently uh, when we feel it going to that place to unravel and let ourselves free of that pressure that we put on ourselves that is part of the illusion. Yeah. Right? Yeah, actually. And I also thought... Go ahead, Laura. Oh, I felt like they wanted to jump in on that. Okay. No, finish your thought. I'm sorry. Finish your thought. (laughs) Okay. So I was going from there to how they mentioned to us that the healing starts within ourselves. Whatever healing it is that we're looking to attain in our life begins with self-awareness, with really bringing the awareness to ourselves to our reactions, uh, to our emotions, to where we hold things energetically in our body, to really becoming self-aware is the most beautiful part of the process of health and growing, you know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, here it is. You have simplified it wonderfully, Leah, for that is the key here, the idea that the truth of who we are exists within us and the journey of self-exploration is simply identifying the fears we are allowing to limit our ability to let that truth flow freely. It It is a thought that takes you to many other thoughts. The idea that I have to uncover my truth beneath the fears and yet the truth is who I am But as I portray myself 
in this human experience, I seem to identify more with the fears, the fears that have been imprinted from this experience itself. So the idea of taking something from the external environment and making it a part of who I see myself as is where the process of coming back together within our own beingness begins. When you have those moments of awareness, of realization, when you can see the fear rising up in you, and asking you to not take that leap of faith, then, my friends, you are recognizing the duality that you exist as. And in that recognition comes an awareness, which is like a grand opening. It is that aha moment wait, maybe there is something to this woo-woo stuff I've been hearing of. Maybe there is something to taking this journey of self-exploration. Maybe if I continue to look at who I allow myself to be, I may find that I exist in more fear than I really recognize. You move about this life and you feel as though you are mastering it because you do your jobs and you pay your bills and you have your, your little life there in the physical and you feel as though you are successful. Maybe because you're not in debt, maybe because you bought a cool car, maybe because you got a position of power. And so maybe you think, well, this channel's not for me. I'm not in fear. I don't live in fear. But in this moment of arrogance, ask yourself this. If I lose that position of power, if I lose that car, or my ability to pay my bills, how powerful will I still feel? Did the thought of it trigger a fear in you? Or did the arrogance—I'm sorry—or did the arrogance come forward and say, "Well, that can't happen to me"? Ah, the self-denial. For anybody who's been existing on the earth plane long enough, recognizes that nobody is guaranteed anything. That there will always be some means to reach each and every individual where it counts, where the fear is hidden within them. So when you have those experiences that that appear to be antagonizing the fear, be grateful. For when you feel it, you know it exists within you. And when you know it exists within you, you can do something about it. It is when you're existing in that place of denial that you are stuck exactly where you are with no hope for growth or movement or spiritual reconnection. And how many of you want to exist in that way? That is not what you are here for. You are here to uncover your truth so you do not have to feel intimidated by life. so that you can find that place of complete acceptance within you. Just think of those words, complete acceptance. Doesn't that just make you feel all, all warm and fuzzy inside? Complete acceptance. The idea of it alone makes you feel freer. Imagine if you could live it. Imagine if you can give that to each and every individual you encounter on your daily experiences. Complete acceptance, unconditional. Imagine it all day long as you move about your day, 
Think about that kind of acceptance and how wonderful, how wonderful it feels to receive it. And as you consider that, consider that the more you give it, the more it will come back to you. Again, like attracts like, like attracts like. And we bring you back to the idea that what you create is what you bring forward. What you allow to exist within you has an effect on your experience. And if you do not believe us, then take the challenge. In every moment that you notice the fear, the anger, the shame or self-deprecation surfacing, take that opportunity to shift your thoughts to those of complete, unconditional acceptance of life as divinely guided by a source of wisdom beyond anything fathomable by the intellect. Take the challenge, dear ones. Prove us wrong. But commit with all that you are to not allow your deepest insecurities to dictate your actions. Make sure you know where you're coming from and how far you allow the fear to affect who you are and what action you are taking in any given situation. Okay, Leah. So I just wanted to address here, um, it says, or the channel said to us, that there is that moment, once again, we have that moment of choice where we can feel the anger or the fear or whatever it is bubbling up. And sometimes before we know it, that moment's gone, even before we had the chance to take that deep breath. And now we've created action uh, stemming from this place. And I just wanted to touch on that because I myself have been doing the conscious work for a very long time and that moment most definitely can be a split second. And I wanted to maybe take a little time to really give us some positive or support or ideas. It had mentioned maybe a mantra, something that we could repeat in the mind as an option in that moment to use. Uh, and I was thinking also from the last channel where it said to visualize that we are the souls above dancing together, to maybe take our perception of everything to a grander scale so we're not so contained by the physical body and how likely it is to just run with the anger, that we can take our consciousness to a higher space to see that we're souls, that we're playing into an illusion that's triggering anger and we're going with that lower density. And just maybe see if they wanted to guide us with some suggestions on, on how to work with that transition and that moment and, and moving from that space. Absolutely, Leah, absolutely. Yeah, there is... There, there are. There are so many different techniques that you can use, dearly. A visualization is certainly a most profound one because you are taking your mind to a much different interpretation of your experience. And as you know, the mind affects the emotions intensely. And so it is, it is beneficial to have that image already prepared because you will not be able to create it in the intense moments that you need it. So have something already prepared. Have the image in your mind of, of your soul extending beyond your body so that you can remember that you're more than this human being, which means that this experience is more than what it appears to be. That is a wonderful image that will immediately take you out of the little mind. The idea of the mantra works well, works as well. And it is often looked at as a means to retrain the inclination of the logical mind. 
And that is truly what you are looking to do here. You are looking to train your mind to work in a way that supports your soul. And as anyone who's on the earth knows, especially in the society that you exist in now, that is not how the mind is trained. It is trained to support the body, mind, and ego. It is trained to rely solely on logic and the intellectual interpretation of who we are. How many schools are teaching the children how to tune into their intuition? How to know? How to divine? How to divine their next movement? We are not speaking in terms of Hogwarts, but we are referencing something quite similar as far as allowing children to believe they are much more powerful and allowing them to find their way to that potential rather than setting them up by introducing the limitations through the fears we share that we ingrain in their teachings. Let's shift that for here we are now as grown adults trying to figure out how we tap into the intuition that we were born with. And do we really want to make it that hard for our children? Do we really want to fill them with all of the fears that held us so tightly wound so close to our body, mind, and ego, we almost forgot we had a soul, we are a soul, and our soul is connected to the divine. Are we really going to let the misinterpretations of the previous generations affect our experience to the point where we miss out on our divine providence? This does not mean that everybody has to wake up tomorrow, release themselves from fear, and begin to walk the earth preaching their truth. It is not that we are looking for a bunch of rabbis or prophets, just a bunch of creative energies willing to express their true potential. And it will manifest uniquely in each and every individual if given the opportunity, if given the freedom to be that individually defined. As you hear these words and you think of these concepts and you put them up against a society that is still promoting the idea that all women should look the same and that all men should act the same. Which feels more free, more authentic, more genuine and true? Can we really still fall into line and give up our individual identities can we really still do that and, and, and feel good about what we are doing with this gift of life and what we are handing down to the next generation? Or can we dismiss it and say, well, that's their problem. I've had to deal with my problems and I've had to deal with the previous generations handed down to me. They'll figure it out just like I did. And there's a strong sense of that in this earth, in this moment, that it is not our problem here, what happens in the future. And yet it is. And it will be unless we choose to change it. 
unless we choose to redefine our experience to be more aligned with who we are inside, not what we think we should be according to the external environment. Our truth comes from within. And when we realize that and choose that, we begin that journey to freedom. I extend to you this challenge once again. Find your own mantra or or simplify what we have said here tonight. It is easy to think of three words, four words, five words that could shift, shift you in a moment. The words of that are connected to your interpretation of the truth. Yes, of course, we can give you some wonderful mantras here tonight. And we will. But it is up to you to feel the words that trigger that sense of knowing within you. You can begin simply by stating, I am unconditional love. I am unconditional love. I am unconditional love. And I will not let the illusion of anger affect me. It can be as simple or as complex as you feel you need it to be to overpower the connection you've made to the anger, doubt, fear, insecurity that triggers a sense of dissonance within you. This is about getting to know who you are, how you work, That is what the effort is for, dear Leah. It is for the understanding that we receive regarding who we are and how we allow our energy to be expressed through this physical being, body, mind, and ego, that we are using to experience life in the physical. Remember that. Remind yourself of that, that you will leave this earth. There is no doubt. Your energy will continue. This is your truth. And your consciousness goes with you. Nothing else. Your perception of life your perception of your experience, your perception of others. That is what you take with you. And so you can, you can know the kind of experience you will have in the afterlife by making this effort now. Why wait to move through the experiences while in spirit that you had while in the physical to quantify the value to see your choices? and to discern the integrity of the actions you took according to the experience you were looking to engage as the soul that you are. Why wait when you can do it now? For in each and every moment, you can see your experience from more than one aspect of you. Of course you can interpret it intellectually, as you always do, 
And then, my friends, you can take yourself out of the logical mind and be the observer of you. So the process that you are going to use is going to benefit ah, from a little consideration of previous experiences. When you can look at your past experiences and honestly infer those moments when you allowed the fear or the anger or the insecurity to affect who you were and how you acted, then you can see your inclinations. It's much more difficult to try to do this while you're in the midst of the intense experience. So it would benefit you to start by reconsidering previous experiences where you felt intense emotions overwhelming your ability to think clearly, to act from compassion. Begin there. Begin to find your triggers. Because when you identify them, through this process of reevaluating past experiences, you will make yourself aware of them. And once you are aware of them, it becomes more obvious to you when you are in the middle of experiencing them. So that is going to be the first step. It is in recognition of, our, of your own triggers, recognition of your own fears and insecurities, doubts and angers. Once you recognize them, the rest becomes just a part of the process where it becomes a practice for you to see how long it takes you to shift away from the negative inclination into the positive, to see how intent you are on truly mastering your own mind. You're going to find that although you may feel inspired in this moment and ready for action, that when it comes down to it and you're in the midst of the experience and the anger or the fear is surfacing, that you feel as though it is impossible and your mind will give you those words. Oh, this is impossible. It is impossible. I am a victim to this. I cannot see how it is possible to shift it. And that is where you must stop it in that moment. You must stop the thoughts because that mind will continue to explode that concept right there in front of you. But if you stop, if you, if you recognize in the moment where your mind is taking you and you begin to inject that mantra, to inject that higher frequency energy, you can begin to shift away from the intensity. And we wish we could say that it is that immediate that it's like a pill that you take, and once you take it, the anger dissipates, the fear disappears, or the insecurities are shored up. But we can't, my friends, for these angers and insecurities were not born yesterday or this morning. They are deeply embedded in many of you. And it will take effort, real effort. And how many of you are willing to put that effort into you? Oh, you'll put it into others. You'll put it into your jobs. You'll put it into your children. It's, it's time now to find out where you, where you are on that list of priorities and how important it is for you to be at peace with who you are and to be in harmony with the flow of life 
commitment you give is equal to the energy you will receive, the support and guidance that will manifest in your experience. Like attracts like, friends. Like attracts like. Commit and give the effort and energy over to this journey of self-exploration and see life create for you the experiences to move you through the doubts, fears, and insecurities so you can come together within your own beingness with your truth. I love that. I just wanted to really touch on how they keep challenging us. You know, it's like they're calling us out here. (laughs) We must take a second to really bring that in, that awareness that we weren't, we didn't come to earth to be humans who live a mundane life of nine to five and whatever society has handed us and that conquering this life is succeeding with a car and a job, but that going inward and connecting to our spirit and embracing our authentic self is, is the journey and they're challenging us to take the ticket because so many of us have followed what has been handed down and the misdirection that we have all moved and, the disconnection that's happened all around us, and they're they're challenging us to to go and find the other direction, the one back to spirit. Yes. And I and I love that they kept calling it a challenge because it is putting effort into yourself and working on self awareness is a challenge. And like they said, it's not a magical pill; it's a journey and an effort. But it's I believe the most rewarding one on a level that is beyond mind, body, and ego that feeds the soul and the heart. Yep. Yep. And and you can totally attest to the idea that it's not easy, it's not quick, and that even when you think you've reached that point where, you know, I've mastered that fear or gotten over that (laughs) anger, something happens in life that reminds you that it's still there or that it's not fully gone or that it still has some intensity. Oh, yes. The universe can be quite comical, I have to admit, from my own experience. (laughs) You may have found some level of mastery and then a way bigger than you can imagine comes through to truly test you and take your (laughs) ego right out of it. (laughs) And I've been there many times. And it's kind of good, Leah. I like that because when when it does come again, and you know, you find yourself like trying hard to just stand up after that wave tries to knock you down, it's it's I don't know. It's just another opportunity to see how far you've come and how far you still have to go. Exactly. I, you know, I'd love to add into this, Leah yeah. and Laura, just to say that Laura, this is such a it was a, a real compassionate message, and and I think that's the thing is you got to be compassionate with yourself when you're doing this work because it doesn't it's not like you're going to figure it out and then you're done, you know it is it's a daily it's a daily effort, and um, and it's really you, you begin to get a little more space between yeah. the occurrence and the reaction when you look at yourself and you look at yourself and you take a minute and you take a deep breath and and you repeat even a few simple words, you know, love over anger. I'm not the anger. This anger isn't real. But but you go through it again and again and again and you know what? You've got to, you have to be compassionate with yourself because that's why we're in the human experience because the work can be done so much more profoundly in the human experience than it can if we carry it to spirit. And I really, you know, uh, so, but we're human. And so we're going to, we've got to be compassionate with ourselves as we, as we come to those realizations about our own anger and our reactions. All right. 
Dodie, I totally agree. So on the last note of this, I'd like to say we leave everybody with compassion and patience for their journey, and we welcome you to join us again next month on the last Friday. <laughs> Almost made it. <laughs> I made it. So I good night so. to everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You guys were amazing. It was a great trio. Thanks, Leah. Oh, thank you. It was really great to be a part of it. Thanks, Dodie. What a beautiful <laughs> message.